Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again with another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. Well, today you are getting a podcast with just me. I uh, have been traveling a lot, um, which you might have noticed if you follow me on social media, and uh, I was taking some time to, I don't know, get organized and um, get a whole new cadre of folks uh, invited for interviews, so I am working on that right now, and decided to pop in and say, first of all, thank you to everyone who has subscribed and who is listening and who is giving feedback and uh, following us on social media. And uh, it's so great. And I thought I just wanted to dedicate this episode to some gratitude um, because that's definitely what I feel. And uh, I really like doing this podcast. It's really fun to share stories of people um that are uh, many are my friends and colleagues uh, that I've had over the years. You know, it's interesting because you get to a certain age, I guess, and you sort of look around at all the people in your life and you're like, holy cats, everyone's amazing. (laughs) You know, So I feel very lucky and blessed that uh, people say yes uh, uh, many times when I'm asking them to be on the show and uh, I've gotten so where it's a habit that I keep my uh, what I have in my hand right now my H4N Prozune in my purse or my bag so that I'm at the ready at any time to uh, grab a hot pod as they say uh, <laughs> whenever I can um, yeah and I was just on my friends uh, Mary Jane Gibson and Mike Glazer uh, I'll be on their podcast uh, for Weed and Grub uh, coming up in a couple episodes. It was great to sit down with them. Mary Jane is a longtime friend who I've known since theater days back in Seattle in the early 2000s. And uh, it's really wonderful to watch a friend who's, you know, she and I moved to L.A. at the same time a couple years ago and uh, watching her uh, grow and become such a force of nature in the cannabis industry Um, And Mike is such a sweet, lovely new friend who is just kicking it in comedy and writing and and same, same. So it was really fun to be on uh, to be on your podcast, lovely one. So I just wanted to say thank you for that and uh, excited to um, do some pod swapping with some other friends. Um, I've been doing that reach out to because I I think, you know, something I've been thinking a lot about is um, just how we support each other and. Uh, I've written about what it means to have a kudos committee, you know, and what I mean by that is that, you know, there's like a circle of people in your life that um, you trust to support you and give you the like super, you know, straight up feedback, you know, Um, I had a friend, Erica Tolley, thank you so much, um, say, hey, you know, this one episode had some odd uh, sound and maybe you should check it out. And if and if you need some help, um, I'll help you. And I just love that sort of thing where we care enough about each other to one say yay when things are going well but also be able to say hey you know 
like there's a typo or, you know, something sounded weird or, you know, any of that stuff. And I'm so thankful to have those relationships in my life where, you know, I, I love that kind of thing. And I, instead of it being like, oh, I'm going to, you know, dig you for making a mistake. It's, hey, I want you to be the best version of yourself or this thing you did to be the best version of it, you know? So I really, um, just so happy. It's really nice (laughs) to, um, you know, have, have, have that kind of a community and, uh, really excited to continue the community work I'm doing with, you know, our tech community in SharePoint and, uh, Office 365 and Teams and all of that. And I really learned a lot this year. Uh, I've been to a few countries that I've never been to, um, India for one, uh, South Africa, and there's London saying hello to me. <laughs> and uh, I was just in London. Um, I've also went to New Zealand and many trips to New York because I love it there. And, uh, you know, back and forth to Seattle to do work with Microsoft and see my family and friends. I went to college in Seattle. So and then I lived there for 10 years. So I have a lot of friends there, um, which makes it wonderful and hard to be in that city because I can never see everybody, even if I was there for like the next three years. So. Um, but yeah, but in all these travels, it's been really interesting, um, working in the, you know, diversity and inclusion lane and, and also sort of, um, personal development and personal brand. I feel really strongly about those things. And it's part of my work with Creative Maven that I do, you know, workshops and, um, I'm working on building an online, um, some online classes and I don't know, it's, it's interesting, you know, you'd think that all of these, the oceans that, you know, are between us, uh, would make it that we're very different. And I don't know, I really find that people are the same, um, you know, beautiful and unique of, with where they're from and all of that and accents and, you know, uh, all, all food and all of that stuff. But I think at the basic level that we're all trying for the same things and, you know, that's that basic, you know, food, water, shelter, love, um, camaraderie, companionship, um, understanding, uh, being respected I've been um, researching a lot right now because I'm working on building a framework um, that I think I'm going to call the Maven Principle and um, looking at how our skills that we develop as humans um, in both the personal and professional world really connect to um, Maslow's hierarchy of need. Um, I really like that pyramid and I know it's uh, it's a humanist view of psychology which I really also like I feel like I talk a lot about humans in tech um, and that we forget that a lot of the time that you know human beings actually use the technology that is underneath our fingertips and um, yeah so I you know in, in traveling to all of these different places I I find that that's you know when we get sort of past some of the you know basic hellos and we start asking questions and talking to each other and I, I don't, I'm not very surfacey. I go pretty deep pretty quickly with people and I think that folks tend to um, I don't know be, uh, feel that, um, that that's okay to do with me <laughs> so um, which, which is wonderful in many ways um, but I, I do I do I feel like in all the people I've met and, and you know what everybody's struggling with like it's it's really about basic being kind to each other and equality and looking for how we can just do better um, with each other on this earth. And I keep having people come up in my life that remind me of that and also make that a truth that I 
really believe in. Um, you know, I, I, I say that my trifecta in thinking about the world is Maslow um, with his pyramid and Brene Brown with her brave and vulnerability that she has in so many of her books that I just daring greatly changed my life in such a huge way. Uh, and then RuPaul, who I think is the most authentic person on the earth. And um, going to RuPaul's Drag Con last weekend was so, uh, two weekends ago, was always such fun. It's, you know, it's got all the camp and the, you know, the outfits and the wigs and the eyelashes and all that kind of thing. But it also has this uh, amazing sense of family and community and I go, uh, I have gone the last couple years with some of my girlfriends and their daughters. And it's amazing to me, uh, the teenage girl um, love of queens and drag race. And it's, it's not amazing in that it exists. It's just amazing in that this community has built up such a place of being yourself and being fierce and... You know, who needs that more than our young people, but, you know, boys and girls and, 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 you know, when people are trying to figure out who they are, you know, whether they're, you know, gay, straight, trans, all of that. And that's such a huge time in our lives when there's a lot of confusion and to have a group to look up to and to go, you know what, I can be myself. I can be who I am and be accepted and also you know, break open barriers. There's so many queens that the stories that you've heard that are, you know, I'm in my forties. And so it's like people come when they came out and how they came out and, and all of that. It's, um, it's about story at the end of the day, you know, and that's why I love podcasting is that we get down to who people are, not just what they do. You know, what you do is important, but who you are and what your why is, is so important as well. And I really, just also thank you to all the guests that have been on, uh, that have been willing to go there and talk about themselves and be brave and vulnerable and reveal so much. Um, there's, and I, I, I've loved it. I've gotten a couple of notes from people's moms or grandmas that are like, that's right. My baby is awesome. And, <laughs> and I, I, you know, nothing has made me happier than to get those, notes uh from folks uh because everyone is unique and special and i uh i think that story is the way we connect to each other and the way we don't feel so alone and the way we get through things that happen to us because honestly you know everything has happened to somebody at some point and it's uh history unfortunately sometimes repeats itself and so there are others out in the world that are struggling just like you um, I struggle with many things, you know, I have, I know I come off as like, oh, she's got this jet set life where she's, you know, running around the world and speaking and all of that. And yes, that much of that is true, but there is, you know, I struggle with my own issues of having imposter syndrome sometimes. And that lizard brain in my head that tells me that, you know, you're, what do you, who do you think you are to do X, Y, and Z. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, I think I have, I don't know, I don't know where the overriding voice came from. Maybe my parents, because they're both pretty fierce, um, of pushing through, saying yes, and not knowing what I'm doing, and doing it anyway. And uh, I was just reading an article this morning about Nancy McSherry Jensen, who I often say it's her fault that I have a career in tech. 
And uh, she opened a door for me at Microsoft uh, to be on that original SharePoint marketing team 18, you know, years ago. And, um, you know, I didn't necessarily know what I was doing. I was a theater producer and a beginning marketer. And she really saw something in me and said yes and brought me through that door. And I think the thing that I really love about her is that she, you know, her, her two quotes that I love are one that we live eighth grade over and over again. And if you uh, understand that, that that that's the way the clicks fall, then you'll be okay in corporate America. And also she said, Heather, if you're a marketer, you can market whatever. It doesn't matter. You can market software. You can market a coffee cup. You can market luggage. You just need to learn the lingo. But if you're a marketer or a salesperson, you are simply. And she was right. Um, and she also, you know, uh, I got to say the SharePoint team and Jeff Teeper always, uh, who's the corporate vice president um, of SharePoint and OneDrive and, and Office 365. And, you know, he back in the day always said yes to many crazy ideas we had. Um, and that's cool when people say yes to you, you know. Um, I think it's, so my part of my job is to, stand on the shoulders of those giants and continue to give opportunities and kudos and praise to other people that I can lift up. That is our responsibility. When you've been in a career or a place for as long as I have, and I watch this in other people, that I think that the expectation is that you bring people along with you. And I think that unfortunately there's a lot of toxicity and fear and, 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 many many people's brains unfortunately and most of it is self-inflicted but that self-inflicted fear and toxicity often gets put on other people um and that's where i i feel like it is our responsibility also to call out that behavior in others and help them along with their journey you know we all need a moment and we need good friends in our lives that say hey you're kind of screwing up and or you're being a jerk or maybe you shouldn't say things that way and if you do it in a kind and loving way I know that there's a lot of fierce opinions and upset people over the world right now and I think that yes I I, I, I think that we need some of that Rah! of course and I feel that way a lot of times too but I also feel like you catch you know more bees with honey than you do with vitriol and so I'm trying very hard to um I don't know move move those moments of anger or move those moments and a WTF into learning moments for myself and for others and um I have watched and sort of observed that especially working in diversity and inclusion um it's not easy the, the, that kind of, the kind of work that we're all doing and being asked to do and asking each other to do around, you know, gender equality and gender pay gaps and, um, you know, even the word feminism and feminist and looking at how we treat each other and words that we used to say that maybe should be struck from our vocabulary. It's not easy work and it's a very slippery slope and, you know, the... You know, the times that I've been, you know, with a group of men and said they're like, oh, a me too moment, me too. You know, it's like, yes, and like we're all trying to figure it out. I mean, there's just some there's behavior that's reprehensible and stupid and should be absolutely fucking not part of the world. Right. But I do think that 
most of the time that people are trying their best. And that's what's exciting to me about this time and exciting to me about doing that work and knowing that, you know, I'm a middle-aged white woman talking about diversity and inclusion. So I understand where my voice needs to be. And I think I do anyway. And, and I try also to look at who, who in my life has a voice that needs to be brought along or brought up or pushed forward or, you know, uh, that is way more important than mine, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm excited to hopefully always do that and, um, and also encourage others to do that because we're all trying to sort of do it together. And I, what's, I love that about it. So it's kind of fun and exciting that way. Um, I'm planning on staying home for a while. Uh, I have some trips, but uh, I find that I just had, I had like the Los Angeles bucket list moments the last two days. I got to go to the Broad Museum with, I'm going to start writing for the Forbes LA Business Council, which I'm super excited about. And uh, they had a mixer and we got to go into the infinity room uh, at the Broad. And I got to tell you, if you're in LA, like go, it is unbelievable. It's LED lights and it looks like you're standing in the middle of infinity and it just, it's a mind blower. Um, and that museum is amazing too. And we got to see soul of a nation, which is just, it's so good. It's such a great installation. It started at the Tate Modern and came, uh, was in Brooklyn and it's now here. And if you get a chance, you really need to go see both of those. It's fantastic. Um, and then last night I was invited to a Dodgers game, my first Dodgers game playing the Cubs where I grew up in Chicago. So I amazing. So I've like bucket listed it out the last two days and thank you Jeff Wellinger for inviting me to uh the Dodgers game it was super fun and not to bust him but I think it is a rite of passage to lose your car in Dodger Stadium and not be able to find it for a little while so um I'm checking the bucket list on that one I think that is probably a quintessential LA experience as well so yeah um anyway it's Friday and I uh, I, yeah, I, I, because I've been traveling, my schedule's been tough and I didn't have a guest this week. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to say hi to everybody and say thank you. And, um, thank you to the guests. And I, I could not do this without Annalise Sexton, who produces all of these. She is a goddess and delight and so talented and, uh, helps me with everything. So, um, Annalise, thank you for producing this. Um, you're amazing and wonderful. And, uh, yeah, and so I'm looking forward. I just sent out like 10 um, schedule uh, requests for a bunch of folks to come on to the show. So we'll be back to um, regularly scheduled programming, you know, dropping them on Thursdays and stuff. But um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I feel super happy about um, how this has gone. And I really enjoy all of the guests that are on and thank you for again being so open and thank you all for tuning in and listening and yeah I'm wishing you um I mean not everybody it's not summer for everybody you know sometimes it's winter and you know you get so U.S. centric about happy summer but happy summer happy winter to everyone and um I think my next trip um uh, where am I going I think I'm gonna go to New York for pride I think and then um I also will be down at Comic-Con, which will be exciting and awesome. And then a uh, digital workplace conference in Australia um, with a lovely um, 
Debbie Ireland doing a couple of workshops and sessions there um, in Sydney uh, in the first week of August. So, yeah, other than that, I'm trying to stay home. So um, if you know of any cool L.A. things that I must do, being some semi-new here still, what's the bucket list? That's my question for all of you if you uh, listen to this podcast. So anyway, uh, please share and subscribe. And if you like the podcast, tell your mom, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Um, that's how, uh, you know, we, we, we get to see what you like and all of that. And if you have any feedback, send me a DM somewhere, either on Twitter or Instagram. I'm always open for all that stuff. And that's about it. So I'm going to say thank you, uh, standing in a lot of gratitude and a lot of happy. And thanks so much, everybody. You can find the Mavens Do It Better podcast on all the normal places where you look for podcasts, but we are on our Mavens Do It Better website, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, and on our lovely RSS feed. And uh, please follow us and share and all of that good stuff. We'd love it. And y'all, here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.